0: hail and well met welcome to another edition of self-evident i'm jenna and today we are highlighting self-evident's latest segment on the good word radio program this past friday our kenna rose Alyssa Sonnenberg joined radio host paul scott on air to discuss primary candidates of the upcoming presidential election in 2024. take a listen to their thoughts
1: 7-eleven on the good word heard on FM 98.3 in Bloomington and Champaign, 103.9 and 97.7 in the Peoria area, and AM 1020 for everybody else in central Illinois. And if you can't get any one of those, well, you can always check us out at WPEO.com, Alexa, the TuneIn app, all good places where you can stream and hear our programming, not just now, but all day long. Well, it's Friday, and that means it's time to visit with the ladies of the Self-Evident Podcast. We have Kenna Rose with us this morning and Alyssa Sonnenberg who uh is and still in the first couple of weeks of the her, of her new last name. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Welcome back to the program. Good morning.
2: Thank morning. you for having us.
1: Um Yes. So, um, today I wanted to, you know, I was just scratching my head over what what can we what do we want to talk about this week? And I thought, you know what? I haven't done it yet, but let's, let's do it. Let's talk about the presidential primaries. Um, and I just remember the first time I started hearing about the primaries was earlier this year. And I remember thinking, Oh no, not already. Please. No, not yet. (laughs) And, and that didn't stop anything. Uh, so how are—I mean, the presidential primaries are—they're, what, six months away, six or seven months. There are an awful lot of people that have already declared, three, uh, three individuals on the Democratic side, including the president, and one, two, thir- 13 people on the Republican side who are vying for that nomination. And what is—you know, ladies, what, what do young people think or feel or do they— Uh, when it comes to all of this stuff?
3: Right now, I don't think a lot of Gen Z really even has it on their radar. I mean, they know it's a thing. They know it's happening. But I don't... I mean, I just... Like, from what I've seen with my friends, a lot of them, they just... It's not something that they care a ton about right now just because it's so far away.
1: Alyssa, are you seeing the same thing?
3: Yeah, I would definitely agree with Kenna that
2: most of our generation either doesn't know... Fully, what's going on, or doesn't care mm-hmm. to look into it more. Um, you see the the reels on Instagram, and you get some information from those. But as far as an in-depth um, dedication to understanding the candidates, that's just not existent. I would say.
1: So have okay. So you mentioned you're both far more proficient on Instagram than I am. Um, which, <laughs> which doesn't take much to be honest. Um, <laughs> I have no idea how to work it. Um, and the, uh, so what kind of information I guess is available to the, to the casual user? Cause that's, I mean, let's be real. That's where a lot of young people your age get their information about the world. What kinds of things mm-hmm. are available and, and have you, how important do you think that is for a, uh, candidate for political office to utilize that
3: each candidate has their his or her own instagram page Mm -hmm. and so i mean that's one way they do it i haven't looked across other social media platforms but i'd assume they have a lot of facebook i would doubt many of them have a tiktok
1: (laughs) uh no (laughs) i've actually well you know you're right that's kind of a political football um because it's uh you know is it a chinese spy app i don't know yeah it was it was I don't know. I haven't. I'm not on TikTok, so I'm not going to be able to find out. Me neither. Um, <laughs> so, have you noticed? Are any particular candidates better at it than others?
3: I haven't done any extensive mm-hmm. research on any of their pages, but I mean, from from like the look through I did, they honestly all seem to be about the same with what they post. Um, time like amount they post could differ, but I don't actually, I don't follow any of them. I might follow DeSantis, but that might be, um, but I think a lot of it too, for a lot of um, people, it's based on what comes up in their For Me page, Mm -hmm. as well as what friends post and just kind of things like that.
1: Is there like a news feed that... I don't know where the, but just click on it here for, here's the news of the day or. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I would say that for information about candidates, you have organizations like the daily wire that do mm-hmm. a lot of interviews with them. You have the Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson podcast, Candace Owens. And so a lot of those sound bites from interviews will show up on people's for you pages because it's very popular And so I would say that's kind of where even I get some of my information or I'm Mm -hmm. prompted to look more deeply into something because they sound bite, you know, 10 seconds of a clip and it perks your interest about a candidate. Um, So I would say that's kind of mostly where information is coming from. Not so much the candidates, but the interviews that other people are conducting. I would
3: totally agree with that.
1: Oh, boy. So... And in a lot of ways, they don't really have much control, perhaps, about... I mean, they're obviously in control of what they say. But then for getting it out there, they have to rely, perhaps, on other other sources or other influencers who are already on there. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. So now, quickly, what are the issues? Um, You know, we hear certain issues, certain generations care about different things. When it comes down time to actual vote, what are the things that young people are looking at today? What sorts of things do you think are going to appeal to them? Issues, not necessarily the stance on the issue. Um, So I'll just throw one out at you. What about the economy? How big a deal is that? Um, I mean, we often hear (laughs) people say, well, it's the economy, stupid. But yet at the same time, I'm not so sure it is.
3: It kind of depends, I would think, on when, what age our generation is, because we have Gen Zers who are like 13, 14, and we have Gen Zers who are out of college.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I think the older you are in Gen Z, the more that would be something you care about. The younger you are, the less, it's it's not really something on their radar. Do you agree with that, Alyssa?
2: Yeah, I would say so. And one thing that I've been seeing a little bit of is the reaction to Biden's student relief debt plan being um, pushed aside by the Supreme Court, which I'm very grateful for. But I've, because I'm still in college, I have one year left. I've been receiving emails of how horrible this is and things like that. So I think that when it comes to the economy, I think it's more so when it comes to student debt relief that Gen Z is really looking at.
1: And that was, I was going to get there. I was going to say who, you know, among your generation, who do they think should pay for college?
2: They would say the government. I'm 99% sure of that.
1: (laughs) Okay. And that is, so then it's going to have to be incumbent upon a a candidate to explain why that perhaps, I mean, if you, if you're opposed to it, which I would hope mm-hmm. they all are, um, except right. I know one side isn't. But anyway, um, the you have to explain why this is actually not a good thing, um, mm-hmm. that being responsible and paying your own way is actually better in the end and it, and it makes you right. grow up. Um, so, Alyssa, you, you said that you are opposed to it. What are your reasons for not thinking that government paying off our student loans or f- free college and all of that is a good thing?
2: with any position i take i always like to have it founded in scripture and when you read throughout scripture you read about principles of working hard and even the apostle paul he talks about in i believe it's second thessalonians or first thessalonians how he didn't enforce his um position as an apostle on anyone to where they were forced to pay for something Mm -hmm. he worked hard he was a tent maker um So throughout scripture, we see that you are responsible and God has given you a responsibility to be able to work hard, to be able to provide for yourself. And the government was never meant to be our parents. That's never what it was intended for. It was intended for protecting us domestically and foreignly and giving us the ability to build an economy. But that's the extent that government should go.
1: Well, speaking of the economy, I want to ask you a question about that next. But first, uh, we have to take a break. Um, and so when we come back, I want to talk economy because I had a conversation with a young person last night. And, um, you know, I would heard about things. And then last night I experienced it and I thought, oh, this is a real thing. And it's a little bit, I'll be honest, it's alarming to me in a lot of ways. All right, back to our conversation with uh, Kenna Rose and Alyssa Sonnenberg of the Self-evident podcast uh, talking about you know young people and and the things they look for in politics and what they you know perhaps how they're going to assess candidates when it comes down to it and the and the primary voting starts here in six months or so and um, one of the things that just I've heard about and I've read about you know that young people and not just Gen Z but millennials as well are really into socialism they're not not big fans of capitalism and. I, I experienced that last night. I stopped by a retail establishment on my way home uh, that wasn't really busy and was able to visit with the clerk who was very helpful. I mean, the, the guy did a great job for me and, and it just, this came up and he's like, oh man, social capitalism. I just don't, I don't believe in it. I don't see how it works for me. And, and I said, and he said it's so bad and i said well it's still the best one out there trust me <laughs> you don't and and i i felt kind of alarmed at that
3: yeah i i do think that's kind of an attitude that a lot of gen zers have just in terms of because they can see that there's well one i think they can see a little bit of the worry about inflation and recession that's currently being talked about right now but i think also there's some current concern that not everybody has the same amount of everything they see a little bit of i don't know if they would view it as unfair or just um like there's a disconnect to where i think gen z feels like everybody should have the same amount of everything so that it's fair
1: mm-hmm. i and i don't know that that's necessary is that a I was young once, and I remember, you know, listening. And I don't know that that's a whole lot different than my generation when we went through college and were entering the workforce. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think there's an awful lot of, well, I want, I want the life that my parents have when I'm 22, and and yeah. not recognizing yeah. that. You know what, Uh, my parents lived in a very tiny apartment for a long time and they didn't have a whole lot of stuff. And and it took them 30 years to have that nice house Um, and actually longer than that. But, uh, you know, that uh, and I think a lot of us in a lot of cases, we want it now. What's going to communicate that? Man, that's maybe maybe capitalism isn't so bad.
2: Right. Um, I think a lot of this does come out of universities that are largely utopian and idealistic in their ideas, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, um, but it can turn into a very bad thing when you have students that are very impressionable and don't have a foundational worldview like scripture gives us. Mm -hmm. Part of those ideas are part of maturing as well, that when you're younger, you wonder why you can't have something that your friend has. But part of the maturing process is learning Mm -hmm. that you had to have the same opportunity, but sometimes people's lives look different and that's okay. Where it turns into, I think what we're seeing now is when people are just not maturing at all. And I'm not sure exactly why
3: that is. Well, I think social media actually plays a large part into that as well. The um, somewhat influencing their idea of capitalism like the universities do, but also in terms of not growing up in a way. Hmm. I, I think it, and I think access
1: off. to seeing how the so-called rich and famous have it is—it's just—it's so pervasive. Um, you know, we see influencers. Well, I don't, but I've read about it. <laughs> influencers <laughs> who, oh, that my life is great, look at all these things that I have and do, and um, and then there's the rest of us. We're like, oh, that that would be nice. Um, and jealousy mm-hmm. is a big, a big. You know, that's a, it's a bad attitude. It's a sinful attitude that Scripture talks about. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, And about coveting. And um, and I think I do think our access to information today makes that temptation far greater. And uh, we have to Mm -hmm. learn contentment. We have to learn hard work. Um, And then I think once, you know, once people get out, get in life, get a job and start paying taxes, they go, oh, (laughs) that'll change your perspective a lot. All right. It is 7.30. Kenna Rose, Alyssa Sonnenberg of the Self Evident Podcast. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us again.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Evident. To listen to the full hour of Paul Scott on the Good Word program, head on over to the description of this podcast and follow the link to the Good Word website. Until we meet again, let us firmly rely on the protection of divine providence. And remember the words of John Adams as you ponder how to cast your vote. He said that government is instituted for the common good, for the protection, safety, prosperity, and happiness of the people, and not for the profit, honor, or private interest of any one man, family, or class of men. Therefore, the people alone have an incontestable, unalienable, and indefeasible right to institute government and to reform, alter, or totally change the same when their protection, safety, prosperity, and happiness require it. This is self-evident.